Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, my name is Richard Chanick. I'm at UCLA Medical Center, and I'll be discussing the essential aspects of the new ERS ESC guidelines on pH treatment with a focus on patients who have comorbidities. As you may know, the recently published ERS ESC treatment algorithm and guidelines was, had made some changes from previous guidelines and algorithms. And specifically, one of the prominent changes was separating patients into those with PAH and comorbidities and those without comorbidities. And the concept that initial treatment for those patients with these comorbidities might be different than patients without comorbidities. And specifically, one might consider monotherapy in these patients. Now, let's look at that a little bit further. Um, in the, the European Respiratory Society ESC guidelines, they separated uh, phenotypes with comorbidities into two. What they, what they call the left heart phenotype, which would be patients who may have an element or risk factors for heart failure and preserved ejection fraction. They might be obese, have diabetes, hypertension, coronary disease, but they also had precapillary pulmonary hypertension. So those patients you know, often had atrial fibrillation. This is a left heart phenotype. The other phenotype was what they called a cardiopulmonary phenotype. These are patients often elderly, more male than female, with a low diffusing capacity, maybe heavy smoking history. And they may also have risk factors for left heart disease, but they had what's called a cardiopulmonary phenotype. And it's been shown in these patients who have PAH, but also have one of these phenotypes that these patients often, you know, are pretty common. And in recent registries, you know, the PAH population is older and often has the, have these comorbidities. In fact, I think in a Compara registry, 36% of patients presented with a left heart phenotype and over half of patients had a cardiopulmonary phenotype. And I think it's pretty clear um, from data and, and, and experience that, for instance, patients with a left heart phenotype may get more edema developing and not tolerate PAH therapies as well as those who don't have that. And, and that's a problem. Patients with a cardiopulmonary phenotype may also respond less well to PAH therapies, may have more side effects, may actually have to discontinue the drugs more. So they're, they're calling out a difference between these patients and let's say a young person with typical pulmonary arterial hypertension. And the concept was to possibly treat those patients differently. And that's why in, in the guidelines and, and the level of evidence, of course, is not that high because there aren't big randomized controlled studies, but the suggestion was that one should consider monotherapy with either a PD-5 inhibitor or an ERA in these patients with comorbidities, whether it's cardiopulmonary or a left heart phenotype comorbidities. And one should consider monotherapy in those patients and then potentially add on therapy as needed if the patient is tolerating the single agent. Now, let's, let's think about that for a minute. So we have a 75-year-old patient 
who has you know obesity, maybe some sleep apnea, hypertension, diabetes, and you do a workup for pulmonary hypertension, they have you know elevated pulmonary artery pressures, but a borderline wedge pressure. They already have significant edema. I would certainly agree in a patient like that that that's a patient with significant left heart phenotype and would have a reasonable likelihood of having more edema in response to combination therapy. And that's a patient I might start monotherapy on. I think that's perfectly appropriate and probably reflects these guidelines. However, we should really not extrapolate that patient to all patients with comorbidities. Not all comorbidities are created equal. Um, let's take a 45-year-old woman with scleroderma and severe pulmonary arterial hypertension who also happens to have maybe well-controlled hypertension and mild diabetes. Well, you could look at that patient and say, well, they have comorbidities. Maybe we should just start a single drug on that patient. I would disagree with that. I think this is a type of patient that we really can't extrapolate these guidelines to. And that's a patient who likely should be put on the usual therapies. And that really includes combination therapies. So I think that the really the overall message here is that although comorbidities and assessment of the overall phenotype of the patient is important um, and may inform your treatment, you need to go beyond that and really look at the overall patient. How severe is the pH? how severe are the comorbidities, to really make a, a reasonable decision about how you should treat these patients. So I think this is a step forward in, in uh, modernizing the guidelines, if you will, but needs to be looked at in, a, in the bigger picture. Thank you very much for your attention. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com CME. Thank you for listening.